Welcome, this is the Effective Challenge podcast. My name's Damien and this is where I discuss topics that are relevant to both individuals and teams and the content is aimed at things that you can practically do to improve your performance and as a result of that, the results you're able to achieve. I'm really interested in any comments you got around the content or perhaps topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Uh, Please drop me a line, it's Damien at effectivechallenge.com. That's Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, at effectivechallenge.com. So something a little bit different coming up in the following episode, uh, one of what I hope will be a, a number of in-conversation sessions where I'm going to talk to people from a range of different backgrounds with a kind of general theme of performance and how to get the best out of yourselves or or perhaps a team or in some cases organisational level. What follows is a conversation with Casper Chittenden and Richard Brockhurst. Uh, they're the owners of uh, a gym, uh, Three Aces CrossFit Gym in, in London. In the conversation, we cover a fairly wide range of, of topics, uh, including you know some of the benefits of physical exercise to our overall performance. And perhaps uh, at least uh, as important is some of the benefits that people can get of of exercise towards their overall well-being certainly outside of 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 the gym environment we talk about you know how to get the best out of people and also overcoming challenges and certainly the guys have a quite practical uh, approach to that certainly the thing that that comes across or at least i hope comes across in the conversation is their their kind of learning and growth mindset that they've adopted not only for themselves but also as their their businesses has has grown so whilst this particular the context of this is is in the gym environment i think many of the the approaches that the guys talk about and certainly some of their ethos is readily applicable to to multiple other settings Okay, so slight little bit of a health warning. So we recorded this uh, at a quiet time in the gym, which was great. The slight downside, the gym is in the arches beneath uh, a fairly well-used train track. So you will hear at various points during the conversation uh, the trains going overhead. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't detract too much from the, the quality of the conversation itself. As always, uh, super interested in any feedback you might have. Uh, just drop me a line. It's Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, at EffectiveChallenge.com. Okay, nothing more for me to say by way of introduction. Here is my in-conversation with Casper Chittenden and Richard Brockhurst of the Three Aces CrossFit Gym. I hope you enjoy it. So I'm here this afternoon with a couple of guys from the Three Aces Gym, Rich and Casper. 
we're going to have a conversation about exercise and you know the the benefits that exercise can deliver for us and that that certainly goes beyond the gym environment we'll we'll come on to that before we get into that guys it'd just be helpful for people to understand a little bit more about who who i'm talking to so just want to give us a quick sort of potted history uh, of you as, as as individuals and Cass do you want to go first Yes, so um, my background, um, kind of physical background, I suppose, uh, started playing sports at a very young age. um, And as a young adult, training became a um, a pretty important kind of cornerstone um, of my lifestyle. And about seven years ago, I made the transition from my previous industry into into the fitness industry and um, started Three Aces four years ago with Rich and Rich's brother Mark who is uh, who's now in the States Rich how about you what's your sort of story and how you came to get here I started in golf uh, so I was a professional golfer from the age of 18 to 26 um, and varied kind of careers within that coaching caddying playing on a mini tour I didn't make the major league uh, wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't good enough for that but um, it was a fantastic industry for me to get into because there's a lot of people don't understand the crossovers it has into what I do now uh, but the the mindset side of it so psychology the technical aspect of it the coaching um, working with someone individually to help them become the best um, that they can possibly uh, be within the sport was all huge learning um, uh-huh. tools for me to transfer over into fitness. Um, yeah. I think the transfer happened when I started spending more time in the gym than I did at the golf course. <laughs> nice. Just I think I, I've been in it for so long and yeah, just a little bit done with it yeah. and, and the people and all that sort of thing. It's it's making a little bit of a resurgence now because. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's some cooler characters involved. Okay. But, uh, for me, I was just I was done with it, and yeah. uh, yeah. that was more the sort of the the people cultural side of it rather than the sport or a bit of yeah, both. Or what does that look like? I think I lost my buzz for learning in it, which was okay. always you, you don't want to be there. Um, and then just generally, um, yeah, I think I'd just been in it too long and not got to the playing level I wanted to. But I have natural instincts. For coaching, that's okay. who like I've now realised as time's yeah. gone on, yeah. that's truer to my characteristics and my abilities than performing was. Um, okay, but well, maybe we'll come on to a bit more about that. Oh, don't <laughs> in, 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 the, in the conversation. Um, so, so I guess you've 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 started this business, Three Aces Three Aces Gym. Um, tell us a bit about that. Tell us a bit about how long it's been running. Sorts of people that you that you kind of welcome through the door. It started off uh, by uh, all coaching at uh, another gym um, and we kind of always had the growth mindset of wanting our own gym um, but it was through conversations mm. um, mainly over pancakes at breakfast <laughs> yeah. after coaching. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think really like our, our kind of principles and our kind of approach to training kind of matched up really nicely. We, you know, we were always about um, you know, being true to you know a process and following 
um, you know, a, a structure. And um, you know, we had a had I we you know often talk about ideas around, you know, what we would do. You know, if we if we had a gym and these conversations kind of moved towards well, I think we should probably look to open up a up a space. But it took some time. I mean, finding a piece of real estate took you know a year and a half. It was a it was a long okay. old search. Yeah. And 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 in that time, were you sort of in parallel developing? So what what is what is the ethos of Three Aces? What was was that look like, Richard? It comes right down to the core value of what we look to give everybody which is a understanding of why they're doing what they're doing um know know what training is which a lot of people don't seem to kind of put the the link of why they're doing what they're doing to achieve a goal okay um there's a lot of bandwagon stuff out there there's a, a, a lot of kind of fads that people jump on but what we're all about and it's it's purely that kind of this is why you're doing what you're doing, but then how are you doing it? How well are you moving? Are you in the kind of right state for the way the workouts that we've been that we've created um, to to get what you should be getting out of the workout? Yeah. Um, so we're very much about the, the service that the person comes to Three Aces for is an understanding where we were working. Um, what we had in front of us was. A lack of control of what we were giving them, but a control of how we coach them. Okay. And what we started to see a lot was actually where we don't have control of what they're doing is making our job so much harder. And we had that in the trenches kind of experience. And this, this looking back now, was so vital that we had that before just opening a gym. Yeah. Without um, having that time seeing people... Um, in that model yeah. was the fact that they couldn't do what was written and there's a big thing of like scalability and, and change and adapt which in some cases can be true but on the whole we were seeing 90% of these people aren't getting what, what would actually benefit them yeah. and it all kind of revolved around that okay so and do you see sort of jumping around a bit but do you see that the goals that and ideas that people turn up with when they walk through the door, once they start to understand a bit more, in a bit more detail about your ethos, your methods, your, your approach and the, the plans you put together, that those goals change? No, I think, you know, we were actually having this conversation earlier where, you know, 90% of the people who come through the door here, you know, if you really scratch the surface, people want to look better, they want to feel better, they want to, um, you know, be more active and, you know, feel stronger. Um, and we write training programs that help people get to that state yep. um, and help them get in tune with, you know, good, healthy training um, that is building people up and not breaking them down. Okay. So what would, beyond that, what would the characteristics of good, healthy training look like to, to people? You're as fit as you are strong. So it's challenging. Well, that sounds you, like a good buzz right? What's that one? That you're as fit as you are strong. Yeah, so rather than pigeonholing into um, one specific area, which is um, where the mixed modal approach has kind of made a big surge and the functional training side of things is massive in the fitness industry now is because um, it's not the measurable of the long distance runner versus the power lifter. It's going, well, yeah. let's try and make 
uh, an approach to training or fitness that yeah. means that I can go and run 5k yeah. or yeah. I can lift uh, double body weight for a deadlift yeah so it's that display of yeah. uh, spe- across the spectrum so, uh, so how do you adapt sort of your your approach for somebody that kind of turns up who who perhaps has you know got a lot of experience in training kind of is, is a part of their life already they just need somewhere to to do it versus somebody who's kind of thinking I need to do a little bit more than I'm currently doing around physical activity. I find myself in the Three Aces gym. What, what's, what's your difference of approach there, uh, if any? That we, we do genuinely meet people where they are. So okay. first stage of anybody that joins is a 30-minute consultation. From there, it's getting them onto one of our three training programs that suits exactly what you're saying, yeah. um, where they are and what what matches their goals. Um, so if that's into the beginner class where they need a little bit more care and attention, they're in a smaller group and they're being taught really hands-on how to do things from simple movement patterns to aerobic pacing. Um, but then if you've got someone that's a bit more advanced, they've, they've been training for a while, yeah. then our, our middle platform, um, or our middle program, sorry, um, it will suit 90% of people okay. you can stay with. That's, that's our program that's designed yeah. to improve life. Okay. And that's fitness, strength. Yeah. Um, and then performance side of things into competing, we've got a higher level class. Okay. Um, but uh, there's prerequisites that you've got to pass to, sure. get, to get into that. Sure. And I guess you see a variety of people, different backgrounds, different stories behind them. In terms of... And, and some people are probably going to be with you longer than others. I'm, I'm guessing that just from, from sort of talking and going to gyms, uh, talking with and going to gyms myself. What are the, what are your sort of telltale signs for the people that you think actually you're committed to this rather than have got kind of short term motivation? That's, I, I guess that's a, a really good question. A telltale yeah. sign beyond the yeah, the, yeah. The, the, they're still paying because I guess some I feel like I can see it. Can you? Yeah, I mean, but sometimes you know, some sometimes you identify people and and they um, and they, you know, they you think oh they're not gonna, you know, this person might not be around for, for that long, um, but you know, and then they end up end up being around for like a you know a couple of couple of years and yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's really hard to tell. People so it's the outliers. Is there people any? do surprise you, um, but I, I definitely think there's a couple of questions you can ask someone. Okay. It, and that starts to give you a telltale sign. So, for example, it's, oh, you're the most convenient, like you're, you're the closest. It's like, okay, you haven't done much research, so yeah. you just picked the thing that's nearest you. How do you know our service offering yep. is, is the right match for you? And that's the whole idea that we start with the consultation yep. is because it's that, like, just, like, chill before... Yep. It's not like chucking someone into class and then expecting it to all kind of end up uh, rosy it's it's that kind of let us explain from our side of the fence what's going on here yep. so that when you come through into it you have got that kind of like ideal of yeah or idea of this is why i'm doing this so going back to like what i was saying how we like to work with people the, the more in tune we can get them with us moving forwards um the better the culture in the in the yeah. gym stays because it's like yeah. You don't want someone coming to class. We, we work so hard to 
keep culture how we want it within the gym and that means the more aligned we can get people coming through into their first session with us the better chance we've got to hang the, on and yeah. help them support them yeah get get to where they yeah want, want to get to in terms of so characteristics you know, if we were splitting them up into two physic physically you know how capable somebody is versus the mindset of the person where do you see you know the again the, the indicator whether someone's going to stick with it or not is it more mindset or physically they kind of for me it's um, the consistency and patience um, towards training so they are understanding that it's a, it's a process that you have to go through um, and, and the results aren't kind of there in a week or um, yeah, c- completely visible after a couple of sessions um, and I think that's a mindset that people don't tend to get right uh, these days Um, Uh there's a saturation of uh, service offerings within this industry and it's very easy to bounce around going oh that didn't work that didn't work but at what point do you realize that it's the lack of consistency or you could be you yeah yeah, it's not not actually um all the different service offerings that you're going to um but that having with that being said that's part of uh, our education process here that we get people to see is that you need to have a have a longer term approach to to this and that mm-hmm. this is a marathon and not a sprint yeah my th- I, I think it's mindset you know you can always tell the person who's going to be around for a, a little while i suppose on you know then usually the first or they they turn up for class kind of early ish you know they're, they're on time 10 minutes early uh, which is always on time in my book, um, and uh, you know, always, always kind of keen and eager to, um, you know, to to learn, ask, ask questions, questions yeah. um, interested. You know, they're 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 there, they're present. Um, you know, they're obviously interested in improving, um, and those are the people that you know tend to get the best out of, or get the most out of their, their training in general. You sure. know, you've got to you've got to be committed to it. It's not something that you know. It's not an ad cart. You know, it's not turn up and get results. It's it's turn up and do the work and be engaged and be present. Sure, sure. So, so if we move sort of move the conversation on, because talking to you guys previously, I know this is is a part of the ethos, and it's like you know, what you do in the gym has you know just as many, if not more, benefits beyond the gym. What does that? I mean, holistic is a word that often gets used, and it's not a word I really really like but but what does that mean what does that mean for you and the people that kind of you work with here as uh, show up in for us it, it means that we want our service to be linear we don't want it to be this is a class that does this and you're just going to keep doing it and if you ask me some questions on it I'm just going to play some loud music or f- have some flashing lights to disguise the fact that actually what you're doing is running around on a hamster wheel because like when you scratch the surface of training and you really get into the nitty gritty of like how you're putting a program together for someone to get better if you're not tracking and measuring that progress or uh-huh. you're not creating um you started here and now we're testing and like, i can yeah. show you that you're here yeah um that's a that's the the big one for us yeah is you turned up like this 
and we've like worked long and hard to create a service that allows you to continually get better year on year yeah. and like we've got results to prove that we've got yeah. people in house that we can re- reverse all the way back to when they joined and the journey is sure. is in- incredible and, and um, are they seeing equally you know benefits show up in other dimensions of their lives you know outside of the gym business yeah yeah i mean for me something that and i sort of touched on uh, right at the beginning of of this conversation around you know training and that but being kind of the cornerstone to like healthy living I find that um or, you know i feel that you know if you can get consistent with your training um you know you're you'll often find that off the back of that you know you may think well you know perhaps i should make some small dietary improvements or maybe I'll start to you know get an early night after um you know a, a, an afternoon in the gym um you know take on a little bit more water um and you're starting to create those good good habits built off the back of this you know strong foundation of of consistent training and that over time has a has a knock-on effect um compounds yeah it compounds and 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 with that you you know um, the benefits it has on you know your your how you you look and feel physically, but also you know how you uh, you know how 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 you your 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 mental state is yeah. uh, as well. I think um, along those lines, um, too many people use fitness to reverse bad habits. In that sense, like it's, oh I've I've done this, so how am I going to punish myself? Because I know that was bad. I'm going to go and train really hard because. Yeah. Like it's yeah that mindset of or I can reverse it or yeah. Yeah. if I if I punish myself can't so all, train all, a bad diet that, no. that sort of yeah thing. and all, all yeah. of those things like when you going back to psychology of that kind of it's so unhealthy it's, that's such a bad association to have with training and one of the first conversations we have with people when they come here is that training doesn't have to be all sacrifice and mm-hmm. pain gain it it should be something that you look at. I'm a human, I should be doing this. It should be part of my lifestyle to be, yeah. be the best version of myself. It's, it, it's too often is the case that people want to brag about how painful it was or how much they suffered. But really, it's like, oh, well done. But actually, if you do a little bit each day, that makes you better, like Cassie's saying, over a sustained period, that person is in a way better position than the person uh-huh. that use it to punish and yeah. undo and because that you, you take that in look at it like without going scientific on a cellular level what's happening to that person that's all over the place cortisol stress yeah all that's just absolutely all over the place and the body just doesn't know what the f's going on <laughs> yeah uh, whereas you get the person that's again not not using holistic but is doing it in a measurable sustainable way more balance way more yeah yeah uh, that that's gonna you you break that person down and okay delve into what's going on there that's, that's a way better state of health mm-hmm. um and the benefits for that will be shown skin yeah just that person's like the energy that person gives off will be way more than the kind of like adrenaline junkie kind of thing yeah I agree with that. I mean, that, that really sits with the kind of ethos around the effective challenge stuff it is, you know, this isn't necessarily about um, 
you're being an Olympic athlete, and if you want to do that, that's cool. But there's a role for for exercise just for your health and yeah, well-being. Hundred percent. And maybe just raise our awareness. That the athlete think. is further away from the health. They're closer yeah. to sickness than they are yeah. to health. Fit, of... not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Definitely. That's a fair one. Um, so, so, you know, getting away from exercise more generally, I mean, you, you're obviously running a business, um, you know, in a market which I imagine is quite competitive, um, which, you know, you need to be looking after yourselves. What, what are the things that, that you do non-exercise related to ensure you're kind of leading yourself in the right way what's what's some examples um big one for me is making sure that i get good quality sleep um definitely prioritizing um you know getting a good kind of shut down or sleep routine um put in place um, that just kind of helps me unwind from the end of the day um you know get a good night's sleep um, really, really important, um, and trying to disconnect. So that's another another one for me. I'm really into going on like long walks, um, and just try to kind of switch things off and just be a little bit more, you know, kind of in touch with nature and um, just a little bit more sort of like mindful and gives me an opportunity to reflect. Mm-hmm. That's uh, those are those are kind of two big ones for me. Rich, for me, it's actually been. The self-development side of things that my coach that I work with has got me realizing for me to be the best coach I can be I need to do a lot of work on myself remove mm-hmm. biases uh, so I've been on a pretty it's been painful at times it's hard it's a hard, <laughs> it's a hard thing to, to work on uh, character assassination the mirror <laughs> yeah yeah it is but it's actually why I love this industry so much is because it's once you go beyond movement uh, beyond um, looking a certain way the, the, the doors and um, yeah, avenues that open up for further learning um, so yeah for me it's stress management because I going back to like what you were saying there owning a business that was a goal that a lot of gym owners will admit that they like coaching and it just opens up a whole set of new problems. And I think that's part of our success has been the fact that we've realised that staying true to our core values Mm -hmm. is where success is. So if you don't like doing something, outsource or kind of the the true you can stay to you, the more fulfilment you're going to get. But yeah, there's been some very stressful periods and manage like getting better at like self-management yeah um and then like i say all the um self-reflecting stuff okay um has re- really helped yeah um but co- sorry i'm going around in weird circles here but the the coaching side of it yeah improving me as like because coaching is a funny one because you you focus on someone else it's very easy to kind of not actually look at yourself you're like uh-huh. well i'm helping you like you do this and like I'm right, you're right. Yeah. That it can very easily get into that get kind into of, it. yeah, which is a terrible place to be with it. Have you, have you got particular sort of mechanisms? You, I mean, yeah, I guess in any form of coaching, we, we can have blind spots. Have you got any particular mechanisms that you put in deliberately put in play to help you? You know, a avoid the blind spots, but but also to hold you to account where they they might show up. Yeah, so we. In house, we do 
work, like part of Mining Castle's role um, in the management side of the business is working with the coaching team. Yeah. Um, so yes, a good one I like to get coaches aware of is like you're there giving advice, um, but if you ever take the time to step back and look at what you're saying, and a question that is always good to ask is, was that at the person or about the person? So if it's at the person, it means it's coming from you. It's like yeah. you, you imposing a bias because it, it made you feel good about yourself and okay. your knowledge. But if it's about, it's meeting the, the client on their level and giving them a, a piece of information that is directly relative to them that they... In their world. Yeah. And there's a lot of coaches out there I mean, I mainly see it on social media and they're just kind of displaying their knowledge to another coach to measure... Yeah, sort of projecting their autobiography into another person's world, is that... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not for one second saying I haven't done it, but that was was a big turning point. My my coach, Jim, was asking that question. Yeah. um, And it was one my coach got me to look at. Um, and another one as well is um, how much information you're giving someone. I'll never forget the first golf lesson I gave, and I was like, "Shit, someone's paying me for my knowledge." It was yeah, it was like stand a bucket by in buckets, <laughs> incoming. Get, get your notepad out. <laughs> and it's part of the art of coaching is understanding bite size is better than bucket load and. Yeah yeah they take way more away and, yeah. and being comfortable with no that's it for today yes yeah. that's, that's you're good no yeah. and setting that precedent of it takes time it, i can't yeah. just tell you these things and they're, yeah. plug, they're plug and play like you're yeah. gonna have to work on them and no that yeah. wasn't right and yeah and then sometimes when i'm coaching people or when certainly when i'm starting coaching people i always say yeah the yeah, we, we're going to have some conversations. Hopefully, you'll develop some fresh insight. But the real progress happens between the sessions, not in the session. And, and I think, mm. you know, that that can be quite hard as a coach not to want to, like you say, give more, give more, give more value. Mm. When in actual fact, the real progress is going to happen when you're not even there. That, if you've done your that job, that translates or transfers directly over to what we do. People come here for an hour a day to train. They don't understand the importance of it's the other hours that are made up of the day and how they're living. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like we've spoken about compounding that over a period of time. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we talk about it all the time, like we're dealing with a, um, a culture of add to cart, I, I pay for this, therefore I should, like, yeah. where is it? Yeah. And it's like, well, you, you're gonna have to do a bit of work. This, this doesn't, uh, this is an Amazon. With a canvas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you make the painting. <laughs> cool. So you run the business, obviously you've got people working for you. you know, what is really coming across uh, in previous conversation and in this one is, you know, ethos is, is a, you know, a, a absolutely at the core of what you're, you're doing. How, how do you kind of assure yourself that the people that are, when you're not with them, are, are still on point? 
constant daily reminders, isn't it? Yeah, and and it's and being here, being in the gym, being around, being present, having conversations with our coaches, living the uh, lifestyle we preach. Exactly, living living the lifestyle that we preach. You know, we're 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 here. We're we're training. I follow the training program that we deliver to our members. Okay. Um, you know, you you can't say this is excellent. You got to this is going to get you fit and strong. And like for me, like I want to be on that on that training program and and leading it leading it from the front and um yeah it's 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 definitely about just we're very hands-on do you introduce sort of triggers into the environment to sort of encourage the 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 ethos we're we're very big so in-house we're very much about um what the stimulus is okay so we're doing a workout and we want it to be aerobic this is aerobic we're doing strength are you like kind of getting into that mindset of like, sure. or are you cruising and yeah. I, I look like I'm working hard, but I've probably got another 30%. Yeah. So making sure that people have intent behind each workout that matches, because when I write the program, I'm yeah. not doing it for shits and giggles. It's like, I think about every single day yeah. and what that gives a person. Um, so it's making sure that the, the follow through on the yeah. floor is you're maximizing how it was designed to to get you uh, the benefits from it. So very much like a, a, a day in, day out. Yeah. Um, our coaches here are amazing, like really, really good. Um, we we set the standard and like it's been great to see the team grow and uh-huh. like, cause the, the importance we know that good coaching yeah. play, plays in the service of this is um, something we take just as seriously seriously as the rest of it. So okay. I think that's be, that's okay. a big part of it. So in terms of your businesses, when did the business start? We, 15? 15? Yeah, 2015. Four years. And you were, before, even before that, you were kind of thinking about it. So Yeah, you know, I mean, we were, we're coaching before. Yeah, that. yeah. okay. So within that, um, d- did you make any assumptions that actually turned out to be false and what would you if mm. winding the, in the ability to wind the clock back what what would you do differently mm, I'd say no we haven't because right from the offset we wanted to be able to if someone said why'd you do that yeah we wanted to there's your answer and and creating that picture and that's again when people when we said we're opening a gym as soon as we put ourselves in a position where we take people's money yep. to get them fitter we haven't messed about with that we're like right it's a responsibility we, yeah. yeah so making sure injury level stays as low mm-hmm. as possible making mm-hmm. sure that the strength cycles get people stronger mm-hmm. it's all, all of that yeah I, I don't I don't think I can't think of a I mean, mistake is a mistake. Assumption. Mistake or assumption. I think that um, you know when we when we first started out, I suppose we were very new to um, you know reaching new clients. Yeah. I think that was definitely something that you know oh, was on a business level. On a business yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. 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 On a business level. Yeah. Yeah. On a business level, like yeah, load. there's been a whole load. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very <laughs> badly asked question because that's what yeah, I was yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. On a on a on a, on a um, service side, we were like, we know exactly okay, what yeah. we want. Yeah. yeah so, we know exactly what we want to deliver. On a business side, massive, massive learning curve. Yeah. Huge. But then at the same time, but it's been a good learning curve, you know. Yeah. I, 
I, I've always you got to stick your head out the window to see if it's see what it's like. Basically, you can't yeah. you can't go through life uh, trying to always acquire skills before yeah. you do things. Sometimes you got to go with uh, like that impromptu kind of passion instinct. or instinct. Uh, yeah. I want this. Okay, I'm, I may be slightly delusional. Not not a good word to use. Or I, I might be naive to some aspects of what yeah. that's going to entail, but. It's better to go and yeah. do it and, and try. It's and common. One of the things learn. I see is people over overanalyze the need to really nail everything down before making but any move. And don't put any and, actions. And and then kind of and not take any risk. Yeah. I think our biggest strength is we're constantly in a learn mindset. Yeah, that's our biggest strength. Is that okay? This is good, but what could be better? Yeah. Or like, yeah, it's it's not like. That will do, kind of thing. Okay. It's like we, yeah. we've. I think actually that's probably been our biggest strength is what we analyse in the business now, is way we we think way more into it and what affects it than before we were cool. just like yeah people come train them <laughs> off the <you> go <laughs> no it wasn't that bad but yeah it's that kind of yeah that understanding and again that's where Cass and I have. Uh, like become really good business partners is that his strengths are my weaknesses and my strengths are awesome. his weaknesses it's in a sense. Each other. Yeah. 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 So if you sort of if you could remove all the constraints, where where's this gonna be in five years? How much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> all the constraints. Yeah. yeah, we'd like to take it bigger. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does bigger look like? I mean, for us, I think that an area that we would like to move into, and it's um, you know, it's it's emerging um, technologies are out there which are going to um, make it more viable. Um, we'll be moving into um, remote coaching. Okay. So, for example, Rich has a quite a few remote clients um, that he works with, um, writes programs for, and has regular touch points with. Um, and so he can deliver a training program to um, clients that don't necessarily need to be on site. Um, and there's a big opportunity in that in that market. And, um, and I think that having that kind of two-spurred kind of approach to the business where we have, you know, a physical location um, that is, uh, you know, an, an excellent training facility that has uh, great training principles and strong ethos, um, and then build uh, online um, program off the back of that is something that we'd be able to get more people. That yeah, we'd be able to affect more people and improve more people's lives through through our, through our training programs. Awesome. So I'm going to ask. Sort of time is ticking on. I'm going to kind of ask a few perhaps shorter questions just to kind of just help people get a, a little bit more of an insight about, about you two as individuals. So don't overanalyze the question, just give us your first instinct as an answer. Okay, so first one, what's your idea, this is a Casper, idea of exercise heaven versus exercise hell? Um, I'm going to start with exercise hell, um, and that would be an hour and a half of hot yoga. Um, I'm, I'm not that flexible. I'm quite a big guy and I find um, getting into some, I, I mean, I've done quite a bit of yoga before, but I do find it really challenging and I just can't deal with the heat. So those those two things combined uh, are just the worst. Um, exercise heaven um, is just outside 
uh, in our in our gym yard uh, with some good music you know, some kettlebells, maybe a barbell, long aerobic flow, like give me that all day long in the sunshine. That is exercise heaven. Perfect. Rich? Same question? Yeah. Oh, I won't name any names, but some boot camp style okay. nightclub is exercise hell. Um, flashing lights. DJ? D- yeah, no, not for me. Not for you? No. Uh, but then heaven, I'm going to go very closely to Cass in the yeah. When we get when we get our training sessions going out here with some, uh, I'm now sounding contradictory, aren't I? Because it's, it's yeah. <laughs> DJ on in, in our cases. <laughs> That's alright. <laughs> uh, yeah, heaven, heaven for me um, is is the work like what Cass was describing there is is the same. It's that connection to the workout where you you do reach a flow state it's yeah. it's Ooh, like you know you know it's really good for you like tough hard work sure. lifting heavy's great but yeah i'm with him on that kind okay. of like that just that flow where you're just moving through it nice okay right slogan for a t-shirt <sighs> yeah it's a tough Can one a bit more time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> slogan for a t-shirt um Oh, that is a very tricky question. Train smart, live better. Train smart, live better. There you go. Our, our tagline. That's our tagline. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and that, and it's it is it's it's such a it, it is such a true, um, you know, a, 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 a true tagline to, to to what to our ethos. I think it is, you know, good work. Understand why you're doing the work, and you know, let that work uh, be part of that building block to a you know more healthy and fulfilled life. Okay final question before we kind of wrap up 25 hours in a day so you've got an extra hour how are you spending it I never get enough sleep so sleep yeah (laughs) if I could get eight eight instead of the seven yeah or seven instead of the six yeah yeah I would I would agree I mean sleep is sleep is a big one um you know you can't get enough of it yeah Imagine if it was available on prescription. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, so to conclude, so we've obviously talked about a range of stuff. Um, if people are interested in Three Aces, how do they find out more? How do they, you know, uh, get a feel for, for, what, for what you do physically rather than via a podcast? Um, so um, all of our information for the gym is on our website and that's at uh, www.3acescrossfit.com. Awesome. Okay, guys, thanks very much for your time this afternoon. Um, I'm sure that's going to be of, of lots of use to people that, that perhaps, you know, just to get a different insight to how exercise can can sort of extend beyond, or the benefits can extend beyond the, the gym environment. So thanks very much. That's one. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation as as much as I did uh, as I was taking part in it. A few things that really struck me uh, about uh, both Casper and Richard's approach was that there was the way that they really looked to understand and get the people that they work with to understand why they're doing things 
you know, and I said at the top of the of the cast that you know some of this is really readily transferable. That you know that's one really good example, irrelevant to to exercise. It's you know, do we really understand why we're doing anything? Uh, and particularly when working with others, you know, our understanding might be quite different to theirs. So so really worth spending a bit of time just checking in with that. The other bits that. Uh, I found particularly uh, useful as, as as part of this conversation was just the the very um, practical way that the guys took to dealing with with challenges and and the fact that you know you can only do so much uh, on the theory side of things before you I think I think it was Richard actually used used the expression before you put your head out the window you know you've got to put your head out the window to see if it's raining you um and and taking a, a few risks uh, along the way um as i say i hope you found that useful something a little bit different to the previous casts that's not to say i won't be doing more of those in the future because of course i will super interested in any feedback uh, i say it a lot uh, and thanks that's episode 10 uh, which i'm really pleased by and the feedback i get each time I put one of these out uh, just encourages me to do a bit more Uh, so yeah, Damien D-A-M-I-A-N at effectivechallenge.com bye for now, stay well